when I called her to confirm to make sure it was okay, she just went through a bad week from she the next day we had to put her fourteen year old dog to, to sleep mm-hmm. to a friend a good friend of her dog without we took her dog out walking and the Doberman picture attacked it oh, and God. and the owner didn't do anything about it and that bothered her and then she lost her well, it would bother me too she, she lost her uh, mailbox key so she they had to tow her car in to, for her to get a new key made it was just one they towed her car well they had to they had a tow you know move her car to the mailbox in order to get the, make a new copy of the key. Oh. But, so the poor thing was having such a terrific week, and I yeah. just, I, I could just say, I'll be okay. We, no, Beverly, I'm just going to reschedule you. Did she have anybody to help her? Or? She's got a lot of good friends. She was just, I mean, if somebody, I, 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 I'd, I'd go after the owner of that. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Of yeah. that, of that. Doberman. Mm-hmm. I mean, a police report should be filed. I mean, just good. Um, she's, she's. It's just one of those things. What can you do? Well, I hope someone that's looking, that one of her friends is looking out for her. You know, yeah. files a police report and you know, mm-hmm. it has some kind of. Redress for, you know, a good night. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to bring your dog away, but I mean, that, uh, Well, I think one I of the more and, important things to think about in something like that is that if it was done to one dog, it can be and probably yeah. will be done to another. And maybe, huh. maybe, that, maybe the owner gets a kick out of seeing the Doberman picture attack other dog. Who knows? Oh, wow. Oh, well, they need oh to be—they need to answer in court for it. You know, who knows? They I'm just—I'm just throwing a—I'm just—I'm just throwing up a hypothesis. Why else would a, an owner not showing emotions or not do anything to haul well, off the a dog? Well, the dog do no wrong. It's like a bad parent, I yeah, guess. I guess. And not having any control over your dog or not knowing what to do, I guess, is the, the equivalent of being a bad parent. Yeah. Guess what I found? What? You found Guess what I found? What? About two dozen unsolved mysteries. <laughs> really? Really. Wow. Now, I have no idea how these things sound, but I will capture them and see whether or not they qualify for, gosh, what a find, or they qualify for, oh, my gosh, what a find. <laughs> <laughs> We'll do that. I I will grab them. No, it's Great. nice to know they're out there. You are so good, isn't she good? She's the best. Yay! Some, sometimes. Oh, all the time. Yeah. I'm not good all the time, thank goodness. She is. All right, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're going to get wonderful. them. Well, yeah. I'll play them this Thanks. week or a couple anyway and see if yeah. Uh, yeah. that's interesting. I got, they my, I got my interest up. I'm my curiosity up. Well, I can run through some of the titles here. Um, Lizzie Borden was 
one, so I don't know how they're going to handle that. But Voodooism, mm -hmm. The Indian Holy Man, The Wireless Mystery, The Bridge Whist Mystery, whatever that is, mm -hmm. Mystery of the Zombie, The Chinese Rug Mystery. Oh, I the writing good. The, the zombies I, and the... The rug mystery, Chinese rug mystery. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? I had listened to some of these. The Mystery of the Marie Celeste. I listened to that one, I remember, quite a while ago. Oh, for goodness sakes, the Rue Morgue mystery. That's um, Ooh, an that Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, are, are, uh, Jack the uh, Ripper. Are the show, are they just like little five-minute things? Or is it, uh, is it like a 15-minute show, 20 minutes or 30 minutes, or does it say? Well... If you give me one little minute. I'll well, I was thinking you. was I didn't know whether it was something like you know that that thing called five minute mysteries. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, is that the title of it? Yeah. No, it's a fifteen minute mystery. Yeah. Oh no, no, I mean those uh, those, those things that uh. Who, who oh, the uh, yeah. Ellery Queen uh, had one minute mysteries I and five. Used to play and now they're on somebody's uh tapes, and they play one uh every week. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Ellery Queen had one minute, five minute, and half hour shows. What? One, minute, one minute mysteries, five minute mysteries, and regular half hour shows. What, what are you saying Ellery Queen for? Just you know, she, that Ellery Queen had a format that was five minutes or one minute. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Uh huh. Oh. Well, I can't wait to hear those. That's great. That'll be good. They, you know, these actually look pretty good. Yeah. They really are. The some some of them I recognize immediately, and uh, I'll bet these really are honest to goodness mystery puzzles that are. Ooh, I love those. I, I think in uh, in that way that you and I are like Patricia, like little. I love a little. Uh, Puzzles, mystery puzzles, things like that. Like, uh -huh. you know, like you like the brain teasers. I love those. I love stuff like that. Well, we got you on the brain teaser tonight, didn't we? You certainly and we did. Got, Boy, and how we got easy. Nothing. I thought this is going to be something really easy. There was yeah, one a couple weeks ago, you said, and I, I was going, God, I was like, knew right off. And I was surprised at Walden was in there. I was going, Walden. <laughs> and I, well, then, I, just, I mean, it was just, I'm usually not that that bright, though. But Well, Walden has right a linear, off. logical thought process. Oh, I love, what, uh, you know, working out, you know, logic problems and brain teasers and things like that. Oh, I found, um, oh, what did I do with it? Here it is. When I, when I, when I had called Walden earlier, it was about the... Uh, what was his name that he called Walden? Um, when, uh, was was asking about um, Edwin. Ed, Ed Edwin was asking about. Yeah, Edwin asked about the cinnamon bear. Cinnamon bear. Yeah. And I had I had bought uh, at auction several years ago um, and haven't even listened to it because I think it goes on MP3 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it has uh, got the entire cinnamon bear series, plus 50 episodes of Sergeant Preston, and uh, it's all on one little disc. I can't believe how much you can get on these things. Oh, gosh, yes. Well, it says 80 minutes, Walden. It looks like all that would be more than 80 minutes. Uh-huh. Well, 
a standard, if you use a CD, if you want to use the big fat file, which is called WAV file, you can get 80 minutes. If you want to compress the file, then you can probably get 50 hours on there. Okay, well, it must be like that. It uh -huh. says Memorex, what's the name? That's the brand. Yeah. 80 minutes, music, CD. Wait, I can't see through the CDR. Mm hmm. Oh, well, CD recordable. Okay. Yep. Anyway, so I've never played it, and and after I'm gone, nobody's going to, you know, my kids aren't going to ever appreciate any of this, so I'm going to start, you know, trying to, when I'm cleaning up around here, getting rid of some things. Oh, but anyway, what I was going to say was I came across a book I'd forgotten about. I guess I got this at auction, too. The Old Time Radio Trivia Book. And, oh. um... Uh, by Mel Simons. Yeah. And uh, it's just all a bunch of quizzes. And I thought Patricia would like this. That'd be down her alley. It has, the only thing wrong that I found was tons of misspellings. I'm a, oh. I'm a real stickler about spelling and all that. Kind oh. Of you know, that damages the credibility of everything else in a book. Doesn't it, though? It's like... <laughs> you know, if somebody if somebody hasn't been careful enough to make sure words are spelled correctly, how careful have they been with the information? Yes. Like you'll have... Okay. Um, like... It, it, I, I know it's, the spelling is wrong, so I either looked it up in John Dunning. Well, most of these... Uh, the misspellings were like one was... Uh, it have a, a photograph of someone, like Arch Obler, and then in a quiz it'll, on another page or, or, or the or it, it'll it'll have a question and the answer will be Arch Obler and it's spelled incorrectly, like O B L E R. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's that way throughout the whole thing. And I yeah. hope Mr. Simons isn't listening right now because <laughs> the, the, I mean, it's of a it's factual. It's not a criticism. It's factual. Yeah, it was, it's like, um, oh, what else? Wild Bill Hickok. Hickok is misspelled. I'm just going, oh. Uh, oh, and it is an unusual spelling. You'd pick that up right away. Yeah. But anyway, it's, it's full of really good questions. And I thought, boy, Patricia would have a field day with this. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm going to let you guys go. All righty. And just love you both. Same and here, Joanna. And enjoy you, as always. Sounds great. Okay. And, Thanks. Um, you get some sleep. Yeah. Uh, you too. And uh, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing some of those uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. I think they're going to be good. Yeah. What other, whatever else you come up with, Patricia, I'm sure it's fine. Well, sometimes I come up with some real well, honey. you're okay, too. <laughs> Thanks, well, Delaney. You have a good night. Yeah, good day. Good day. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Well, because we're down to just one question, I think I'd better ask it. I think you should. I think so. We've got a presidential quote. And ready? What did the president? Say? What did the president say? The president what? said, yeah. "Things may come to things may come to those who wait, 
but only the things left by those who hustle. Read that one more time. Things may come to those who wait, but it'll only be the things left by those who hustle. Ronald Reagan. Uh-uh. Abraham Lincoln. Yes! How did you know that? That was my first thought that I went to Reagan. I don't know. It should have... When he said late, I should I sort of get clicked that way. Then hustle, I didn't know even we even had that term back in the 1860s. I didn't know either. So you've heard the expression, good things come to those who wait? Yep. And his thought is, that might be true, but it's only going to be leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Been oh, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, does that mean... We are wrapping up another night. Another night! And so, stuff like that there. Well, it's almost morning. It is morning. I um, know. Well, I don't see the sun yet. Oh, so well. That can, really can, that can count then, huh? Eight after, six, eight after yeah. six in the morning, that can count. Well, I've got a list of chores to do on Sunday. Like take out the trash. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd much rather spend my time with you. So well, maybe we should play our music. And, I think we should play our and, music. And, and tuck the family to tuck them in bed. Everybody go to bed. Everybody go to bed. Either that or everybody wake up. I'm not sure. One or the other. Yeah. Right. If, if you don't want, if you want, if you don't want to do either other, we're gonna let you try to figure out what it might be. Well. They either have to go to bed, get up, or stay in bed. So I guess if nobody wants to go to bed, nobody wants to get up, I guess it's stay in bed. Stay in bed. Hunk down, stay warm, <laughs> enjoy the sleep. It's Sunday, you can sleep in. That's right. No school today. No school today! Wouldn't know it from the night tonight. <laughs> we had more schooling here than we got in an entire semester oh, in some I place. I know. Yeah. We had a good night. I was with extra stuff in my... <laughs> Are we ready? We're ready. Good night, everybody. Have a safe week. Go ahead. Call in your Christmas stuff next week, and um, we're finished. Merry good night, Christmas. Walden. Merry Christmas to everybody. Good night, Patricia. Good night, Walden. Merry Christmas to you, too. You bet. It's time to wind up the masquerade. Just make your mind up. The piper must be paid. The party's over. The candles flicker and dim You danced and dreamed through the night It seemed to be right Just being with him Now you must wake up All dreams must end Take off your makeup 
JAWS for Windows is ready. Skype trademark 22 Walden all page down. Menu bar Skype. Leaving menu escape contact. Add a contact button. Alt F4. No, menu escape. No, Leave app. Task bar enter. Alt F4. Shut down. Sleep. Restart. Enter. All dreams must end. Take off your makeup. The party. Oh, it's all over, City and never have to leave New York City. And I remember when I was growing up, there was a store uh, on Route Four. This was they were just starting to build the uh, the shopping centers in Paramus, New Jersey. But before they uh, before the the uh, shopping centers got built. Um, there was, there was a large, I, I can't think of the name of the store now, it's on the tip of my tongue, it was on the tip of my tongue, but I knew it when I started telling the story. There was a store at, uh, this is 1954-56, that advertised, it was an appliance store. And they advertised huge savings on washers, dryers, refrigerators. And at that time, there was no sales tax in New Jersey. I think the New York state tax was probably like 4%, and there may also have been like a half-cent city tax, which, you know, now it's eight and three-quarters percent here in New York. But back then... And, and it's six it's six percent in New Jersey, but back then there was no sales tax in New Jersey, so they were offering discounts as well as no sales tax, and that would you know if you're buying a three hundred four hundred five hundred dollar you know refrigerator or you know stove or washer dryer set, uh, you know that that's you know you know six. Uh, you, know, you know, like four or five cents, uh, you know, four or five dollars per, you know, per hundred. That's another like twenty dollars. And, uh, you know, they were offering you know, the discounts were probably maybe like forty, fifty dollars. So it was that there were people that on Saturdays drove out from New York, 
New York City to go to this store. And that's about the only reason that anybody would ever have in New York City to go to New Jersey. And thinking about it now, it's the same thing. The only difference is that there were several teams, several sports teams, which were playing in the Meadowland Stadium. And that is something which, uh, you know, that part of the reason they just built a new stadium here in Brooklyn. And uh, the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, they're trying to bring back their long, long lost teams from Brooklyn back to New York. But the Meadowlands, when I grew up, was just a swamp. That's what Meadowlands are. They're swamp lands. <laughs> and, you know, they literally built these, built that stadium and several hotels in the middle of swamp. And that's, uh, you know, the, the only reason for people to, uh, to come to, to, you know, to have come to New Jersey. And, you know, they have special buses which run, if, you know, to the, uh, you know, to the Meadowland Stadium for the, uh, you know, for the games. Uh, when I was a kid in, uh, you know, in New Jersey, um, it used to be very easy to get a bus into New York City. Because it was, it was even easier for me because I literally lived half a block away from Route 4. Uh, so I could, uh, you know, and there was a, uh, uh, there was a stairway that had been, a wooden stairway that had been cut into the hillside. And uh, I could, we had a little dead end street, which dead ended into the, uh, into the, uh, to the highway. And uh, this was uh, this this street was uh, just uh, you know the, you know, uh, you know like a hundred feet up the block was where that uh, where that street was. So I literally was only half a block away from uh, from the bus stop uh, for the buses going into New York City. We had three bus companies: uh, Intercity, Red and Tan, and Public Service. Each of those had two or three uh, numbered bus lines that at that point, you know, you know the, uh, all of the buses, with one exception, went straight across the uh, George Washington Bridge. And so uh, it didn't matter which bus it was, with one exception, one bus only went to the bridge, did not go over the bridge. So I knew you couldn't take the 94. But any of the other buses, actually, ironically, one of the buses was number 78. Another bus was number 45. They did not have a 33 bus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, could take the, I could take the 78, the 80, the 40, the 45, uh, the red and tan buses were 160 and 168. Well, actually, 160, of course, is the cylinder rotational speed, so there was another speed. Uh, yeah, well, the, the red and tans were 160, 168. I think there may have also been a 161, but that may I may only be able to get that little further up of the highway on Phoenix Road. 
But the uh, the 40 and the 45 were intercity, the brown buses, and the uh, public service buses were the number 70 and 78. And so there would be a bus there going past there, because there were you know, at least six of them. There would be a bus going past there every five or ten minutes. And it was only at 15, depending on the, the traffic, and traffic wasn't anywhere near as bad back in the 1950s and 60s. So I could, you know, I could leave the house, you know, three-minute walk to the, uh, to the uh, bus stop. Within five or ten minutes, there'd be a bus there. Another 20 minutes, I'd be across the George Washington Bridge and get down into the subway. I would, you know, uh, you know take the A train and be down in downtown uh, um, Manhattan uh, in 45 minutes. And it would only cost, let's see, the bus was probably 30 or 35 cents. Subway was only 15 cents. Then, then, it was a, then it was a quarter. Then it was 30 cents. So it was, you know, if, if, if now if a kid in New York wanted to go the other way, yeah, they could, you know, he could take a subway up to the George Washington Bridge bus terminal, take a bus across uh, to New Jersey, and where would he go? <laughs> There's nothing there. You get across the bridge, you're on Route 4, <coughs> and as you go through, uh, uh, you, you go through Englewood, there's gas stations. That's it. You get to Teaneck, there's nothing there. We had a green belt on Teaneck, and so there's no, still to this day, there is nothing, uh, you know, nothing on the highway um, uh, once you hit Teaneck so you get to uh, get to the river to Hackensack. And you get there, you know, you, eventually um, there were shopping centers. Once you get to Hackensack, there would be the shopping center that uh, um, that, that originally uh, two guys was there, but the the main anchor store is Bloomingdale's. You got Bloomingdale's in New York. You don't need to go to Bloomingdale's in in Hackensack. And you go a little bit further, and there's Corvettes. There's Corvettes in in the Bronx. You don't need to go to New Jersey to go to Corvettes or go to the Bergen Mall or Stearns. There were Stearns in <coughs> in New York. And you go further down to the, to the uh, uh, Alexander's. Alexander's was a major department store in the Bronx. Um, across the highways, the Garden State Plaza. And uh, Bamberger's was there and Gimbel's was there. Gibbles and Bamberger's are in New York. Sam Goody's was there. That's where I would go for records. There's Sam Goody's on 49th Street and on 43rd Street. There's no reason for anybody in New York to go to New Jersey. <laughs> Still to this day, there's no reason for anybody in New York to go to New Jersey.
so uh you know i think so i think some of my friends uh that are in in brooklyn and queens that go to the uh to the uh, mechanical music show and the jazz record bash <laughs> that's the only time they hit new jersey <laughs> is when they go to uh when they go to those shows i gotta ask I gotta ask lloyd if he uh yeah when else is he in new jersey other than to go to the uh go to the those uh, record places but but uh you know so so you know new york really you know new york city can really be self self-contained they don't even have to go up to yonkers which is you know right north of, of new york city unless they unless they want to go to the uh, the racetrack that's the only, that that's the only reason to uh, to go to uh, to Yonkers. As a matter of fact, there now is a um, a casino in the city limits of New York. I'm not sure where it is, but uh, uh, you don't even have to go up to Connecticut to go to a casino anymore. There's one in the city limits of uh, of New York. The one thing you do have to go outside the city limits of New York to get to is Walmart. There are no Walmarts in the city limits of New York. Right. There's no Sam's Club. There is a Costco. And as a matter of fact, there was an article last week in the New York Times about the difference between Costco and Sam's Club uh, as far as uh, their employee relations, you know, as the, we're getting into the uh, boycotts uh, for uh, the Black Friday, uh, you know, against, uh, against Walmart. Uh, you know, they, they came out with an article in New York Times talking about the fact that the Costco uh, employees – um, start at like fourteen, fifteen dollars an hour. They end up being like in the twenties after after a couple of years. Um, they they're uh, they have a good health care plan that uh, is uh, you know supported by the uh, by the store. And uh, you know so, and there's so they said there's quite a difference between the way Costco treats its employees and uh, Walmart and uh, and Sam's Club does. And, uh, you know, the thing is, we don't have, uh, you know, there is a Costco here in Brooklyn, and we are now getting next year a Costco in Lexington, Kentucky. So uh, I might, you know, you know, since there now would be two places, one in Brooklyn and one in Kentucky, I might, you know, I haven't bothered to get a Costco uh, um, membership for the one here because it's not, it's not that convenient to, to us. We pass by it all the time, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, it, it's nothing that, uh, that, that Leah would be able to go to uh, because again, you have to drive uh, to get there and, uh, there may be a bus that you might be able to uh, to get to. It can't, you know, no subway, but it's, um, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, whenever we go, go drive into the uh, 
drive into the city, you know, I still say we're in <laughs> we're in New York City, but I still say we drive into the city. That means you go drive into Manhattan. Right. We still have a um, uh, uh, we drive on the um, the um, uh, Brooklyn Queens Expressway, and the Costco is off of the uh, Brooklyn Queens Expressway, uh, about oh maybe six seven miles down the uh, down the the uh, the Gowanus and Brooklyn Queens, but, uh, you know. So it's uh, it's nothing that uh, that is. Uh, you know, that is convenient. We were in there once. They, they, you know, right after they opened up, uh, they would let you go in there without a membership uh, for a few months. And so uh, we were passing by at one time and said, oh, let's go and see. And uh, I wasn't that impressed. It didn't seem to be that much different from the uh, from the Sam's Club. And some of the things that, uh, that I normally got at Sam's Club, I didn't see there in Costco. But if we go back there, I'm sure that we would uh, find it's, uh, you know, find it equivalent to what we, to what we expect. But uh, that's, so that's that. <laughs> wow. So. All right. Well, I will let you go and we'll touch base next week. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you think it's going to start at 1130? <laughs> well, we're having Beverly Washburn right at the top of the show, so I don't, oh. I don't think, I don't think she'll run past past eleven thirty. Okay. Yeah. If Alrighty. not, if not, you know where I'll be. I'll be talking to Beverly Washburn. So anyway, but I would say we'll be right at eleven thirty. Well, happy birthday to uh, to the bosses down in Texas. That's right. If they're listening. Yeah. And and we'll uh, talk to you next week. Take care, Mike. Okay, you too. Bye. Jaws for Wit Conversation with Lee Beal Online. Jimmy Will Echo Slap Charity. Bill Bragg Online. Bill Bragg Online on the mobile device. Bill Bragg Enter Conversation List List View Charity. Dot 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 away. The best thing. Unloading Jaws. Can't. Okay. Okay, there's Dr. Mike. What is it? About eight minutes before 11, uh, Sunday, December 2nd. What's that, prayer? Dear Lord, thank you for the opportunity being here. Bless our listeners, our friends, our family, everybody that supports this station. We ask this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Here we go, everybody. Fibber and Molly, in good form as usual in uh, the show called Flowers from Ralph. The broadcast of uh, January 18, 1944. Interesting uh, stuff coming up on Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Next week we hear the first Beulah show in which they continue to bring in new characters to replace the old ones who are departing for the war. Marlon Hurt, a white man who plays a black maid on Beulah. Uh, first starting off as, uh, on Fibber, McGee, and Molly, and then getting his or her own show, depending on how you want to look at it. Anyway, we got, uh, we're got we going out to California in a minute uh, by the phones and talk to Mary Jane Croft, um, versatile radio actress.
P Network News. I'm Candy Crowley. President Reagan is apparently growing tired of ceasefire after a broken ceasefire in Beirut. Mark. Greetings from Washington, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, I wish I could be with you in person. But we've been busy all this past week filming scenes here at the FBI headquarters. Meanwhile, I know you're in capable hands with the cast of tonight's great screenplay, Miracle on 34th Street, from my home studio, 20th Century Fox. We are particularly gratified to have the original stars of the picture, Maureen O'Hara, John Payne, Edmund Gwynn, and Natalie Wood. Miracle on 34th Street takes up a question as old as the spirit of Christmas itself. Is there a Santa Claus? And answers that question very happily. This Christmas week, when most of us think of Lux Flakes as a friendly gift, I'm in the position of thanking Lux Flakes for a... Our stars will return for their curtain calls in a moment. Let's look in for a moment on the Smiths. In order to say that peace reigns everywhere on earth, that men confront the future with untroubled hearts. But this much we can say, that for one day, the world is brought together by the worship of the Prince of Peace. And if that spirit can burn so brightly for a single day, we have cause to hope that it may someday shine forever in men's hearts. On behalf of Lever Brothers Company and of us at the Lux Radio Theater, may I wish all of you the happiest of holidays. We invite you all to join us again next Monday evening when the Lux Radio Theater presents Frank Sinatra, Catherine Grayson, and Gene Kelly in Anchors Away. This is William Keeley saying good night and Merry Christmas. Maureen O'Hara and Natalie Wood appeared through the courtesy of 20th Century Fox, producers of Captain from Castile and Daisy Kenyon. Edmund Gwen appeared by arrangement with Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, producers of Cast Timberlane, starring Spencer Tracy and Lana Turner. Heard in our cast tonight were Joseph Kearns as Sawyer, Alan Reed as Macy, Bill Johnstone as Mara, and Herbert Butterfield as Judge Harper. Our music was directed by Louis Silvers. And this is your announcer, John Milton Kennedy, reminding you to join us again next Monday night to hear... Anchors Away with Frank Sinatra, Catherine Grayson, and Gene Kelly. Pepsodent won by three to one. Yes, in a recent survey, families throughout America compared new Pepsodent toothpaste with the brands they'd been using at home. By an overwhelming average of three to one, they preferred new Pepsodent with Irium over any other brand they tried. They said new Pepsodent toothpaste tastes better, makes breath cleaner, makes teeth brighter. Yes, with families who made comparison tests, Pepsodent won by three to one. Be sure to listen next Monday night to the Lux Radio Theater presentation of Anchors Away with Frank Sinatra, Catherine Grayson, and Gene Kelly. Stay tuned for My Friend Irma, which follows immediately over most of these stations. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.
Good night, everybody.